Well, good morning, body of Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. For the best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cups. So I pray that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We had a glorious time fellowshipping with our family. And it's so much to be thankful for in this season. There are so many things that people are facing, but do you not know to give thanks? It is the will of God. So I pray that you're being thankful for wherever you are. Let us go boldly before the throne in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for this day that we've never seen before, God. I pray that you will lead and guide us, God, that you, God, would orchestrate our day. For you said a good man's steps are ordered of the Lord. Now, God, as we dig deep into your word, I pray that you will be edified, that you will be glorified. And God, that you, God, will get the glory out of all that we face in our daily life. And God, that you will teach us how to live this more abundant life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, if I could give you a topic today, it would be live, laugh, and love. Again, live, laugh, and love. For God has chosen us, and we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood to show forth his glory and his his praises in when you are living your life to the fullest that is truly showing forth the glory of God in our lives so let me dig deep for a minute you need to understand there is a difference between life versus live See, life is a noun that refers to existence while live is a verb, which is an action word that refers to remaining alive. Life is the existence of a living being. It is the period between birth and death. John 6.35 said, Christ said, I am the bread of life. And if you desire life, you must believe in the bread of life, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So my base scripture will be coming from Acts, the 17th chapter, verse 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. See, once we recognize who our God is, our life becomes worth living. See, I'm reminded of when I was a little girl and even as I got older, my dad had a favorite song, a hymn. It was He sung it all the time. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. That's an amazing thing. He lives inside of you and I. John 10.10 10 states, I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Abundant life refers to life that is full of joy, strength, spirit, soul, and body. God wants us to live a vibrant life. For in this vibrant life, we are empowered 
And when people see us walking in our fullest potential, it gives them life. So God said, I need you to live life more abundantly. For we are his chosen generation, a royal priesthood. So there are certain things that are entitled to us. And as we continue to delight ourselves in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. Are you living? Are you just barely existing? God wants us to live. And remember, to live means that you are alive. See, the, rock, the scripture says, I don't want no rocks crying out for me. When I look back over my life and I see the goodness of the Lord, I am excited, I'm ecstatic to share how good God is. For in 1 Chronicles 16 and 34 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. And God wants to express his love and his excitement through our lives. Who wouldn't serve a God that can pick you up when you're hung down? Who wouldn't serve a God that can give you life when the very life is trying to be snatched from you. So I want you to live and I want you to remain alive. And not only do I want you to live, but I also want you to laugh. You know, a lot of people take life so serious. But did you not know the scripture says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broke spirit drieth the bone? Laughter is good for the soul. Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. Here's a few quotes I would like to, for you to meditate upon. A good laugh is a mighty good thing, a rather too sacred of a good thing. As soap is to the body, so is laughter to the soul. If you don't learn to laugh at trouble, you won't have anything to laugh at when you're old. He who laughs, laughs. For laughter unites a fire within the pit of your belly and awakens your being. If you can laugh in the face of adversity, you're bulletproof. Always laugh when you can because it's cheap medicine. Trouble knocked at the door, but hearing laughter hurried away. The person who has a sense of humor is not just more relaxed in the face of potentially stressful situation, but is more flexible in his or her approach. You know, I think about a lot of things that I've received as a young child, wisdom, and one of the things that it makes me laugh a lot was I remember my uncle telling me the story about how many muscles it takes for a smile and how many muscles it takes for a frown. Now, my uncle told me it takes one muscle for a smile and it takes a thousand for a frown. However, of course, you know, I'm going to research. And when I researched it, it said it takes 17 muscles to smile and 43 to frown. Smiling is easier 
And smiling is also therapy. And that goes back to the scripture. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broke spirit drieth the bone. God said the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I don't know about you in today society with all the things that is going on in our nation, in our personal life. I need the joy of the Lord to be my strength because it's always something that's causing you to want to worry or frown. And God is saying, like I told you earlier, don't worry, be happy, smile about it, knowing that you have the victory in this situation. And sometimes a smile can make someone's life so much pleasant. Have you ever walked in a store and seen someone with the brightest smile? It's contagious. A smile is contagious. And when you can smile and you can be happy and you can laugh about where you are, knowing that all things is working together for your good, something good is going to come out of what you're going through right now. We must understand that God wastes no pain, but we got to learn to be happy in Jesus We got to learn to delight ourselves in him so that he can give us the desires of our heart because Christ desires for us to be happy. And third, love. Remember, I told you the topic was live, laugh and love. See, love covers a multitude of sin. See, let me tell you what love is, because a lot of people have that four letter word, which is so powerful. They have it mixed up with lust, with pleasure of life. But God is love. So without love, there's no way you can live without God. There's no way you can laugh without God. There is no way you can endure these things as a good soldier. First of all, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It is uh, not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil. Love rejoices with the truth. Always protects Love always is trust, love hopes, love perseveres, and love never fails. Now that sounds like our God, for God is love. And the reason why a lot of people can't live their lives to the fullest is because they're afraid to go to the author and the finisher of their faith, which is Jesus Christ. He created us when we were yet in our mother's womb. And he created us to love. It's when we allow other things and individual to take hold of our hearts and and make our hearts hard and bitter. See, we're entering into this season and we just came through Thanksgiving, which we have so much to be thankful for. And now tis the season where we, you know, people are celebrating Christmas. 
Some have taken the Christ out of Christmas, but we know the reason for this season is that he was born to die so that you and I could live. So he wants us to show the love in this season. He wants you to be patient in that long store line. You know, this is the busiest time of the season. You know, the lines are going to be long. If you're traveling, you know, the airport's going to be crowded. And especially we just coming out of a pandemic. Of course, everybody wants to get out because so many people have been stir crazy in this season. However, but if you have the love of God, remember that love is patient. The love is kind. It's not envious. You don't have to be jealous of anybody. It is not boastful. During this season, you want to live? Give to somebody that's less fortunate. And they don't have anything to give back to you in return. Because let me tell you something. God loves a cheerful giver. And we get, when we give it in the right spirit and out of the spirit of love, it blesses someone else. And guess what? Then your love tank and your joy tank becomes full in this season. Remember, love is not rude. So when that cashier is backed up and somebody want to send something back because they didn't have enough money, if you got the money, pay it forward. But if not, be patient because love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. Love is long suffering. I want you to live, love, and laugh throughout this season. Because in laughter, you can find so much healing in your soul. When is the last time you had a good laugh? You know, sometimes I think about some things that have happened in my life. And the most recent is uh, about a month ago, I was going to help one of my patients and I fell in the lobby on my job. And when I fell, I began to laugh. The patients looked at me like, why are you laughing? And all I could think about was, I am Miss Fletcher. I've fallen and I can't get up. And then when my patients who were on canes and walker tried to help me, it made me laugh even the more because they were trying to help me. And we all began to laugh. Remember, I told you laughing is contagious. And so is love. Because love begets love. And I want to encourage you on this Sunday morning, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall they also reap. So purpose in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your will, in your emotions to live for someone else outside of you. To laugh at your circumstances, knowing that God is going to bring you through. And last but not least, love Love unconditionally because love covers a multitude of sin. And you know what? When you don't know Jesus and your partner of your sins, you don't know how to love because God is love. And so John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. Well, I pray that this podcast was a blessing unto you. If so, like, share, and subscribe. We're always 
excited to hear praise reports where someone has been blessed. And also, if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, repeat after me, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. It's just that simple. And once you have confessed with your mouth and you believe in your heart, honey, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. The angels in heaven are rejoicing and so are we because you are now part of the body of Christ. So I want you to go and live your best life. I want you to live, laugh, and love and live, laugh, and love and show others because our Father who sits in heaven is watching us. God bless you and you go and you have an amazing week. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.